for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi everyone, welcome to Living Life. Today we are in Jeremiah 39. And if you've been following our meditations the past few days, uh, today we're going to end the story of King Zedekiah, King Nebuchadnezzar, and the great prophet Jeremiah. So today's meditation is entitled, The Bitter End. So today we're coming to the conclusion of a very exciting and thought-provoking story. So without further ado, let's turn in our Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 39, and let's begin reading at verse 1. So let's look at the scripture. Jeremiah chapter 39, verses 1 through 18. In the ninth year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, in the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched against Jerusalem with his whole army and laid siege to it. And on the ninth day of the fourth month of Zedekiah's eleventh year, the city wall was broken through. Then all the officials of the king of Babylon came and took seats in the middle gate. Nergal Sherezer of Samgar, Nebo Sarsikim, a chief officer, Nergal Sherezer, a high official, and all the other officials of the king of Babylon. When Zedekiah, king of Judah, and all the soldiers saw them, they fled. They left the city at night by way of the king's garden, through the gate between the two walls, and headed toward the Arabah. But the Babylonian army pursued them and overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho. They captured him and took him to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, at Riblah in the land of Hamath, where he pronounced sentence on him. There at Riblah, the king of Babylon slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes and also killed all the nobles of Judah. Then he put out Zedekiah's eyes and bound him with bronze shackles to take him to Babylon. The Babylonians set fire to the royal palace and the houses of the people and broke down the walls of Jerusalem. Nebuzaradan, commander of the imperial guard, carried into exile to Babylon the people who remained in the city, along with those who had gone over to him and the rest of the people. But Nebuzaradan, the commander of the guard, left behind in the land of Judah some of the poor people who owned nothing. And at that time, he gave them vineyards and fields. Now Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had given these orders about Jeremiah through Nebuzaradan, commander of the imperial guard. Take him and look after him. Don't harm him, but do for him whatever he asks. So Nebuzaradan, the commander of the guard, Nebuchadnezzar, a chief officer, Nergal Sherezer, a high official, and all the other officers of the king of Babylon sent and had Jeremiah taken out of the courtyard of the guard. They turned him over to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, to take him back to his home. So he remained among his own people. 
While Jeremiah had been confined in the courtyard of the guard, the word of the Lord came to him. Go and tell Ebed-Melech the Cushite, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I am about to fulfill my words against this city, words concerning disaster, not prosperity. At that time, they will be fulfilled before your eyes. But I will rescue you on that day, declares the Lord. You will not be given into the hands of those you fear. I will save you. You will not fall by the sword, but will escape with your life, because you trust in me, declares the Lord. So today's story comes to a very bitter end or difficult conclusion, and it's about a battle, and it's a great battle. You know, we've been talking about King Zedekiah, the Babylonians, Nebuchadnezzar, and Jeremiah. Well, today we come to the conclusion of this great saga, and here it is. King Nebuchadnezzar ordered his troops to take siege of Jerusalem. No more waiting, no more politicking, no more spies, no more strategizing. King Nebuchadnezzar said, attack, take Jerusalem. So check this out. The siege of Jerusalem lasted two and a half years. It was long and it was painful. The army of King Nebuchadnezzar, they circled around the great city of Jerusalem. I've been there. It's a great city. There's hills, there's mountains, different altitudes. It's a treacherous place. So what Nebuchadnezzar did is they encircled the city and they waited and they waited and they waited. No food, no water, until finally they stormed the gates and the Jewish army, the people of God, they were weak, they were tired, it was exhausting, it was a long battle, and they finally just were defeated. They gave up, they lost, it was terrible, it was dreadful, and it was a long, arduous journey. And it was all because King Zedekiah did not want to take the good counsel of the prophet Jeremiah. He did not want to listen to God, obey God, and do what God told them to do. So this is a word of advice for all of us. When we disobey God, when we do things our way, when we do things the way we think it's best, not only will it not work for us, but it's going to be torture. It's going to be painful. It's going to be difficult. Our enemies, life, the situation, the circumstances, they're going to starve us. We're going to become weak. We're going to become haggard until there's nothing left. And that's exactly what happened to the people of God. It was a very, very, very painful process. So let's talk a little bit about King Zedekiah, the king of Judah. So as soon as uh, those of Babylon uh, stormed the gates of Jerusalem and Jerusalem fell, he took off running. He left. He fled like a coward. He took off towards Jericho. And the invading army, they took over Jerusalem. They came in. They sat down at the gate. And they were fully in charge of the people. They were fully in charge of the city. They took prisoners, they took slaves, they took the spoils of war. Uh, they were mean, they were tough, they were hard, it was terrible. And King Zedekiah, instead of surrendering and trying to make a peace treaty or fight for his people, he took off 
as a terrible coward. What a disgrace for this king who was paralyzed with fear. So let's talk a little bit about um, the King uh, Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar, when he came into the city, he took all the rich people, all the educated people, he took all the nobles uh, to uh, Babylon as slaves. And then the poor people, the poor people of Israel, of Judah, he said that they could stay. So he let the store people, he actually even gave them land. He let them stay to have a life, but all the rich, the elite, he took them to Babylon. So then King Nebuchadnezzar sent his army to go after that coward Zedekiah. So they finally tracked him down near Jericho in the desert. Uh, they captured him. They brought him to Nebuchadnezzar. And in front of Zedekiah, Nebuchadnezzar killed his family. He killed his wife, his children, all his sons, all his heirs in front of Zedekiah. Again, because he didn't obey God. And then after that, Nebuchadnezzar took out his eyes. He blinded him. So the last thing he saw was his family being killed. Terrible. So then now Zedekiah was taken to Babylon as a slave. He was taken to Babylon as a poor man to have a very difficult and painful life. And if he had listened to God, he would have went to Babylon as a good man, as a noble man, if he would have made a peace treaty with Nebuchadnezzar, but he lost everything because of his foolishness. Now, the last thing I want to say about this uh, section of scripture is about Jeremiah, because Nebuchadnezzar gave orders to his soldiers to take care of Jeremiah, the prophet of God, to give him whatever he wanted, whatever he asked for, that he could go live in his house. He gave him money. He gave him servants, and God protected Jeremiah through Nebuchadnezzar. So Jeremiah was vindicated, and God rewarded him because he was obedient and a man of faith. And then Jeremiah reached out to that Gentile, Abed-Melech, and he said to Abed-Melech, because you protected me, and you saved me, and you rescued me, no one will harm you. So because of that, what Abed-Melech did before in chapter 38 of saving and rescuing Jeremiah, the same thing happened to Abed-Melech. He was given a house, he was given a land, and God protected him. So it's a beautiful story, it's a beautiful ending for Jeremiah and for those who obey God, but for those who disobey God, it's a painful ending. So let's go ahead and close our Bible study for today. You know, as we close our meditation uh, for today, I want to spend a moment praying with you, praying for you. Uh, there might be some of you that you've been faithful. You've been hanging in there through thick and thin, just like Jeremiah. And sometimes we think there is no reward. Sometimes we think that God's not going to answer our prayer and be there for us. But He will. He will. God will hear us. He'll save us. He'll rescue us. And He'll reward us for being faithful. So I want to pray for you and uh, just, just, just remember, when you disobey God, when you do it your way, uh, things are going to be a lot harder. So let's pray. Lord God, I just ask you to bless our viewers and our listeners today. Just encourage those that are being faithful and are staying true. 
for all those, Lord God, just like Jeremiah, that speak the truth, that put their trust in you, that obey you no matter the cost or the price, that you would just reward them, that you would just bless them, Lord God, that you would rescue them from every difficult situation they may be in. So just bless our listeners, bless our viewers today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Sing your soul, let your father and the pig in prosa, see you.